Hey, this is Jacqueline. Thank you so much for tuning into Current Mood. I really enjoy doing the show and putting it together, but it does not happen all by myself. <laughs> Let me tell you. I have an incredible producer, Jarrell Perry, a network of truly supportive family and friends, and also listeners. Thanks, guys. And I also use Anchor, which is a really cool way to make a podcast. With the Anchor app, you can record and distribute your podcast. You can also track your analytics. You can have music to your podcast. It's a really neat platform and has totally expanded the way that I do storytelling. Um, if you wanted to check it out, you could download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. We don't have to like drink. We don't have to take drugs. Like it's sick to just go out, drink seltzer and dance, you know, like when I want to be a responsible raver, I'll definitely just like drink mad seltzer and like, oh man, I have to wake up at nine in the morning. All right, cool. Well, all right. I'll, I'll do it up. I'll dance. And then, uh, I'll, I'll catch like, you know, the headliner for like half of their set and then, you know, just yeah. creep out through the, like through the back door yeah. and little Irish goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Always Irish goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up? This is Jacqueline, and you're tuned into Current Mood. The song you just heard is from Nigel Rubirosa, who is our guest today. It's called No Mezcal and the Watermelon. What I really want to talk about with, with Nigel was the evolution of of nightlife and, and music culture and DJ culture in New York. It's kind of a mysterious thing because a lot of stuff happens after dark in basements and in various locations that are not on the internet. So yeah, so Nigel and I sat down and kind of talked about what's happened in nightlife and in enter entertainment and music um, over the last you know two decades in New York. Good stuff. Yeah, so I'm here with my friend, um, Nigel, or as some call you, <laughs> what does people call you? <laughs> uh, people call me Franklin. <laughs> uh, Nasty Nigel. Nasty Nigel is what uh, I go by in the streets. In the streets? Mm -hmm. Which streets? The streets of uh, Queens, New York. And mm. uh, I guess all of New York, too. So we're here today kind of talking about, I want to say culture, but not like for the culture, just culture in general, and specifically music and DJ culture in New York. Mm. I was just curious, like, what borough you grew up in? And um, kind of how that played into your overall um, uh, identity as an artist and as somebody participating in nightlife culture. Uh, I was I was born and raised in uh, in Corona Queens, so I you know, I, I grew up on on hip hop, and on top of uh, me DJing, I also am in a rap group uh, from Queens, and we're World's Fair and. I want to say I grew up on like the Beanuts, uh, Noriega, <laughs> Tribe, Nas, Pharaoh, Mob. Like the list goes on. Yeah. I got laid off from this like, you know, shoe store. I was collecting unemployment for a hot minute. And music was picking up in a way where like, well, I can't just work because I'm going to end up calling out every other day because I had to perform <laughs> A lot. I had to travel too, and yeah. you know, making making uh, music. There's really no money in it. On top of that, so you know, we were paying for our own travel, wow, which is a whole other podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were paying for our travels. So I had to 
I had to do something on the side that was that would make me money, mm. especially something that was under the table. Mm-hmm. So I, I started DJing at all these um, all these dive bars across New York City. So it's like a completely different uh, nightlife that I'm a part of now. But it's mm-hmm. you know it's all me just showing up, knowing my records and mm-hmm. playing them and making sure people were still dancing still mm-hmm. buying drinks did you actually play records records or like what was your no I first was, I was djing instrument definitely <laughs> i was definitely on this uh sony vios uh Shut up. laptop <laughs> that my mom found at the airport wow <laughs> yeah shout out Madu. yeah and um i had i had serato running out of it it was super janky the more i started doing these parties uh people started catching on like oh that's that's nigel from you know from rap life so i started getting booked more and more to do rap parties and yeah so i started catering more to like the actual dance aspect of it instead of just like you know placing a mood Mm -hmm. and whatnot Mm -hmm. so um when i got into you know the rap thing i'm like well you know i i already rap and there's so much more that i want to play for people like i really enjoyed playing you know rock and roll because it was just something where i got to listen to songs that i normally don't get to listen to uh, you know like i don't want to listen to uh let's say like shook ones part two <laughs> while i'm djing because i'm already gonna play shook ones part two right before i go on stage to perform you know <laughs> I really love that song, but I'm not trying to hear that song 24-7. So DJing is not just for other people, it's for you. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. You know, I I just, it's like um, when you demo a song, you want to play it in the car. And right, car test. I'm just like demoing other people's songs, and I just want to keep on playing their songs. And uh, that's that's uh, what's, what I really love about, you know, playing tunes out. And mm-hmm. from there, I just, uh, I got into... I got into digging deeper into like electronic music mm. just because, you know, I grew up on house and freestyle. My mom being uh, a single Hispanic Dominican in the 80s and 90s, you know, naturally, that's what my mom was. My mom was, you know, you know, just playing all these tunes while she would clean the house. And it was just sick hearing these songs as an adult like oh yeah i remember this i never knew the name of it but you know this was something this is like a big tune that my mom would play and yeah and fast forward i i moved on exclusively you know to playing electronic music and here i am playing you know all these little raves and i'm really interested in the rave part because i also went to raves and that was kind of like my introduction to to music that was not on the radio that and kind of like growing up with a musical family um but raves like really opened my eyes to electronic music to like different genres of electronic music and then raves started getting into like hip-hop maybe early 2000s they started having raves with like dj dan also with black star yeah yeah yeah. i mean it's it's definitely uh interchangeable and yeah we don't really use like the word rave as much as let's say the UK, like they'll say we're going to the rave and it, and it could be like a strictly like hip hop, you know, party. Huh. It's just, I guess it's more of like, you know, the lifestyle, but 
you know, both are obviously, you know, yeah. the rave. What's the, do you know what the origin of the word rave is? Mm-hmm. According to the internet, the origin of the word rave comes from the late 1950s in London, where the term rave was used to describe the, quote, wild bohemian parties of the Soho beatnik jazz set. Like, what, what's the rave scene been like in New York? Like, what was your introduction to that style of, of I guess, I will, I'll say nightlife because mm-hmm. raves usually happen in the dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless um, they go over to the next day. But, like, what was your first rave in New York? My first rave was definitely just some warehouse in Greenpoint that, you know, it it was definitely someone's crib and they're trying to get the, you know, rent paid and (laughs) charge $5 at the door, jungle juice, you know, out the garbage can. Yeah. Savage. Yeah. Yeah. It was (laughs) sick. And, uh, and we, we actually, that was like the only way that we can, you know, just drink as kids like for context like around what year was this and how old were you um this was 2006 2007 okay and i was 16 17 yeah i won't tell nobody (laughs) well i mean now everyone knows my everyone knows my age i'm 18 if you if you haven't noticed um yeah and have drinks and also get put onto music but it was it was it was definitely not just about music it was more like about more the lifestyle and like social yeah yeah the raves always happen you know <laughs> they 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 happen before me and they're going to continue to happen after me and that's one thing that i always wanted to i wanted to make sure that i was respecting the rave i wanted to make sure that when i go if it's a brand new you know circle of friends you know me like i'll I'll stick to the corner i'll dance by myself um i'll i'll invite people that i know will respect it as well um because these are all people that just want to you know they just want to party let loose and they want to do that comfortably they don't want to they don't want to have all these outsiders just occupying the space and being disrespectful and Right. Or, or not really uh, understanding um, their space. And, you know, like, let's say one party outside of a rave, you know, you, you're walking around with beers and you're, you know, you're bumping into everyone and that's okay. But you don't do that at raves. At raves, right. you, you know, you make, you, you, you make sure that you have this, like, radius that you just <laughs> don't cross, you know. Okay, it's, it's so just, there's, like, some informal rules that are yeah yeah definitely and practiced (laughs) and so you know going forward it was it was always something that I didn't bring everyone to I mean you know everyone knows that I you know I go to these things and they're like oh you know it's Nigel time like Nigel's going out and like he's not gonna invite us and we understand it because it's (laughs) like he's just gonna like you know roll his face off and you know dance alone anyway so it's like we're going to hang out with him, but not really. Sometimes you just need that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's perfect because yeah. the rave starts at midnight. And <laughs> by then, you know, everyone that has some sort of like a nine to five, they're like turned by midnight. <laughs> so like I'm, I'm leaving the crib at midnight and everyone's already like, you know, on their way home. So I... I I do everything that I have to do during the day. And then once, you know, once I'm out, it's just, you know, it's just my time. You know, I I get to 
just let loose, have fun. Yeah. I saw Omar S. Wow. On a Wednesday night. Packed. Bro, TFDI. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, that's just the way... Yeah, that's just the way it goes now. Right, you know? that's like Mo- Moma used to do his parties on, what, like on a Tuesday, or he still does what? it on a Tuesday. He still does it on Wednesdays. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I remember going to that, and, like, and it still goes off. It was like four a.m. Like yeah, full yeah. on. Still, I'm like, wow. Well, the thing is, like, we try to, we try to avoid the weekend crowd. Mm. You know, it's who's we. We as in people that want to curate a really good time, you know, <laughs> For sure. because the weekend brings, you know, bridge and tunnel and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I want everyone that, you know, go out and have a good time. But the, the like, like I said, there's people that don't respect it yeah. and, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll get out of line and cause a scene and, you know, be a little extra mean. Like, we don't need that. Mm. We just want to dance. Like, we don't want to get grabbed up. We don't want to yeah. get... We don't want that stuff. Yeah. So it's nice to have it on a Wednesday when For sure. all the real ones come out, <laughs> you know, and they, they go to work the following day and they're like, oh, I did that. And I, didn't, I slept for like three hours and that's it. Man, I can't do that anymore. I mean, you could. I mean, I can, but then after like being up for about four hours, I'm like dead. <laughs> well, the best part about it is that like we don't have to like drink we don't have to take drugs like it's sick to just go out drink seltzer and dance you know is that your mo sometimes yeah when i when i when i want to be like a drink seltzer I, and dance yeah like when i want to be a responsible raver i'll definitely just like drink mad seltzer and like oh man i have to wake up at nine in the morning all right cool well, all right i'm yes, gonna side of lemon yeah yeah like i'll <laughs> i'll i'll do it up i'll dance and then uh I'll I'll catch like you know the headliner for like half of their set and then you know just yeah creep out through the like through the back door yeah. and a little Irish goodbye yeah yeah nice always Irish goodbye <laughs> I know <I'm> kind of <laughs> learning that I don't know if you feel comfortable talking about the drug side of ra- not just raves but just drugs in New York because mm-hmm. I feel like drugs in New York are different than drugs in L.A. are different yeah, than drugs yeah. in every city and just kind of like how people use them like socially well i feel like the the further they get away from whatever you know border or port the worse they're gonna get so Mm, like quality wise quality wise okay so i always i always tell my friends to make sure you know if you have a, a drug kit you know, get it tested. Dance safe. Remember Dance Safe? Yeah. Are they no. still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my I, gosh. I, I did a I did a rave for Dance Safe. Um I wanna say it was like August. Wow. Yeah, yeah. At a at knockdown center. Well if anybody's listening that doesn't know about Dance Safe, Dance Safe is this organization that's been around for like at least a decade that used to set up shop at different raves and like parties and test people's drugs to make sure that they were real. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Shout out Dance Safe. Yeah, shout out Dance Safe for keeping people safe because I've seen some crazy shit mm-hmm. like that I could never unsee. Yeah, I mean, the thing is like with with that, there's going to come drugs and it can't be, yeah. we can't be like, oh, don't do drugs, you know? Right. Like, no, if you're going to do them, be safe about it. Right. Um, you know, make sure you know where you're getting it from. Yeah. Like I said, if you don't know where you're getting from, get it tested. Yeah. Because, you know, people cut it up with some nasty stuff and you don't want to, you don't want to end up, you know, sick. Uh, Yeah, no. <laughs> you want to like be like, yo, last night or this morning was the best time <laughs> of my life, you know. 
Just yeah. that little that little happy buzz. That's all I want. The last party that I DJed at was this one party called uh, Moivete Heavy. Mm-hmm. And um, it's put together by um, a sick crew. And uh, they they work out of Elsewhere. Elsewhere is in the Bushwick neighborhood of Brooklyn. It is a live music venue, nightclub, and art space with a really dope rooftop. They love to like book around uh, Hispanic, you know, DJs. So, so there's like a strong Latin vibe to it. Mm-hmm. On top of it being, you know, as ravey as it can get. <laughs> um, so it's it, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I got to play like all these edits of of like Dominican records that I love. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that like recorded somewhere? It's not. That's the beauty of raves though. <laughs> or beauty of like a lot of parties is like there's so much content, but then there's so much content that does not actually get captured. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. just that memory that you keep. Yeah. That makes it so I should like, start. It I mean technology is it it made it super easy to record it, but right. I just never do it. I mean, you could just set up Anchor and just record your right podcast <laughs> as you're doing. I it. mean, that'd be sick. I don't know if anyone is doing like I guess like an, an extensive I guess history or I guess like a oral rapport on like let's say I talk about the party that I did and then I just play the whole set and then I talk about it afterwards. There you go. It's free. Anyone can do it. That would be. Yeah. I don't want to do it. (laughs) There was this one website that I found because I used to go to because I grew up in California. So I used to go to raves in all over California. Mm -hmm. Mom, sorry if you're listening. I was definitely (laughs) sleeping at Kim's house. We used to go out to Vegas. We used to go out to like. Like East East LA from San Diego. This is like hours. We used to go to San Francisco, and I got like super into San Francisco like house scene. Like, yeah, really into it. Um, and no, then so I, much sick house. Like my favorite, oh my, my favorite um, um, Honey Sound System out of um, out of San Francisco, and I went to one of their parties. Um, it wasn't even here. It was. It was on holy shit. <laughs> oh really? And and oh, uh, wow. And it was just incredible. Yeah. Holy ship is the like. It's a cruise. It's like that EDM cruise. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Wow. What what brought you on there? Um, I went with Jubilee, okay. and Jubilee had a couple sets, and I was just floating around trying to see if there was anything that I would like because that's not necessarily my world. Like, there's like a lot of other genres. And that whole thing, that's not my thing whatsoever. In, in EDM? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me see what I would like. <laughs> yeah. So you had like a buffet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And But also, uh, I did I did actually see them uh, in Brooklyn. Now that I, I mean, there's just like, there's so many nights that I go out that I forget that I like have seen people a million times. <laughs> and like, while I'm saying this, I've definitely seen them before. I saw them in... Uh, in Brooklyn mm-hmm. at this one warehouse. It was like for uh, like a Red Bull, like music, whatever thing that they do for like the month. Shout out Red Bull. Yeah. Really, and, um, really supporting culture. And they, uh, yeah, they put this amazing rave together and, uh, wow. my, and, and the music was sick. It was just like a whole bunch of like, like sick house and some like disco edits. And it was like a giant, like neon fluorescent dick. 
just like on the wall. What? Yeah. And the whole time I'm like, all right, cool. I got to hit up like the rebel homie and see if like anyone is taking that because I want that for the crib. And someone ended up taking it. Oh, my but, God. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like if you want some like raw ass like house and disco, like they put a fucking party together. Yeah. There used to be this website that like... um archived i have to find it it has to be around it archived like all like old rave sets like shit that i used to go to like in cali because you know like different coasts but like there would be like jason Bla- i don't remember like jason blakemore i think he mm-hmm. wanted to become like a radio dj <clears throat> like dj dan and like uh, miles maeda and like miguel miggs and like mm-hmm. all that kind of like housey super lounge like house yeah yeah and that's like only one piece of rave culture in terms of music i mean the west has a strong history on that and that's like something that i i i would would have loved to experience and yeah i recently got did you see i don't know if you saw it the like rave flyers of like 19 yeah yeah and it was and it was in la it was was, yeah Yeah, LA LA flyers. i was like oh i bet i went to that one (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) my friend bella who used to work at ninja tune she's like ultimate music nerd like every time i need some new shit i always hit her up bella put on this event it was like a like at this place called the overpass which is like after hours after hours. is that the one where you get an you get an address you go to the address and then someone tells you another address for sure in la like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but they they move around all the time because yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the day you have to you used to have a call like an info line mm-hmm. <laughs> to get the, to get like something else to maybe yeah. get the address yeah 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 that was the shit yeah, I mean, it, that, I love that LA still does that. Yeah. And over here, it's just like, there's a spot. It'll open up when it opens up. You go to it until, you know, someone shuts it down. And then... I actually comes to mind another one I went to after that with Moody Man. Yes. Which was like, uh, you, I like, you could feel your heart beat Incredible. everywhere. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, he's amazing. Yeah. And... That, yeah. that voice, so buttery. <laughs> so buttery. Like, I was totally sober. Yeah. I was dancing all fucking night till like maybe 5 a.m. from like midnight till 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, sober as fuck. <laughs> Just like sick. On drugs with music. <laughs> yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, that was definitely the last one. It was pretty grimy, but you know, that's the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Just. You know, strip your clothes off as soon as you get home. <laughs> Take oh, your yeah. shoes off. Like, oh, yeah. Because you're just drenched. <laughs> you're just drenched. And then, like, back in the day, we used to go to raves, like, outside. Mm. Come home and your nose is all, like, dusty. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you didn't do that here because New York is Brick City. But, like, yeah. in Cali, like, we go to, like, raves in, like, fields and shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. funny. Yeah, going to, like, abandoned hangars and shit like that. Yeah, no, we don't really have the space like that. It's just always warehouses here. Yeah. Which is sick, whatever. Yeah. I, I love it. It's cool. I love me a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Someday you'll have your own warehouse. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be crazy. I don't know if I would want to throw a rave in it, but... <laughs> just to hang out? Yes. <laughs> Sweet. I have a hundred more questions for you, but I think I'm done for now. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Hey. I really appreciate that. For sure. Thanks for There'll coming. There'll be a million more raves. There's a rave tonight. There's a rave tonight? Hopefully you're down Fire. for a rave. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Cutting no watermelon up and mix it up with no food cocktail. Put a twang of salt. Twang it. I never knew that. Thank you so much for listening. This is Current Mood. Stay tuned for our next 
episode.